you should make a podcast. It's fun, it's cathartic, and you might get uh, some listeners, which is really exciting. And if you do decide to start a podcast, I recommend using Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West. And today we're talking Kanye West in terms of St. John's interview with Complex with uh, Eric Skelton. Eric Skelton uh, is someone that I like a lot at Complex, so uh, I enjoyed this interview and I started reading it before I even realized it was Eric that wrote it. So I was going through and I was just like, this is a really good interview. You know, sometimes Complex really hits the mark, other times they don't, but this is one of the times where they do. And then went up and I was like, oh, of course, it's Eric. So if you ever see Eric's name on something, it's usually of a higher quality. <laughs> but St. John, uh, as you may or may not know, has been with Kanye a couple times in 2020. He was out in Wyoming, and then we saw photos of him in Jamaica with Kanye. And we may have seen a photo with him, I think, in Atlanta with Kanye. So three times, and there was rumors he was going to be on Donda. We definitely know that he's going to be on uh saint john's album that comes out in just a few days right and kanye has a song on there and of course like with two chains it's funny that kanye talks uh or said something to saint john about like let me executive produce and saint john's just like whoa 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 buddy whoa <laughs> um there's a lot of good kanye information in here so we're gonna dive right in as you can see if you find or search for Kanye in this article it comes up 20 times so a little bit of a of an intro with Eric meeting St. John back in South by Southwest 2017 and this is before St. John really blew up and this last year he's enjoyed a lot of success from the fact that his song Roses from 2016 got remixed uh, by this young DJ in Kazakhstan yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> and it's become like a huge social media hit. And now St. John's enjoying all the success from that. And then with this album, when the world was burning, or while the world was burning, he ended up working with a number of people. You can see here that it includes Kanye West, Lil Uzi Vert, Future, DaBaby, Kalani, uh, Black, and J.I.D. Jid. Oh, oh, God. I'm revealing the fact that I don't know anything about jid and a boogie with a hoodie and so uh, this album i think is going to be one of the more highly uh, anticipated ones for maybe some of the the smaller artists right it might not have the acclaim of the the uzi and future album maybe not even like the ty dollar sign album but it's up there in terms of like west side guns album right and how excited people were for that i think just with looking at this track list and who might be involved and some people are going to discover saint john for the first time with this album um and you can see they talk a little bit just about where saint john's at and he really does have a lot of kanye <laughs> energy in some of his answers there's a lot of uh, thoughtfulness and philosophy that goes into what he's saying uh and you can see that the first time here that he mentions kanye is that he 
just kind of fell into this album. It was something that kind of came out during the pandemic. It came about because of COVID, right? And just not being able to tour. And he starts making music. And Kanye actually reached out to him to do a record. And he was just getting these people to respond. And suddenly this project came together. So right here, uh, <laughs> Eric asked about Kanye for the first time on Quarantine Wifey, which is funny because we just saw it two chains. He had a uh, Quarantine Thick. So we're seeing the start of art and quarantine, art and COVID uh, season. But uh, Quarantine Wifey, you rap, bitch, I'm trying to be the next Kanye. What about Kanye do you take inspiration from? And John says, Ye dreams without borders. He dreams without limitation. I come from the same lineage. I come from the same school of thought. I want to put a motorcycle in my living room. I want to have a St. Laurent wall in the living room. I want an entire art gallery of while the world was burning. Art prints as my backdrop. I want a skull rug from the not occult collection in the corner of my St. Laurent skateboard. Uh, by my St. Laurent skateboard that I've never used because I can't skateboard right next to my Goyard cigar case. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some things that I have no reference for, you know, <laughs> uh, to be that you have to think in a more boundless, limitless way. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from East New York. I'm from a place where I didn't even think that this was necessarily possible. I didn't even know I could be this colorful. I didn't know I could be this emotional in music. I didn't know I could be this expressive in clothing. And he's one of the key architects of boundless self-expression in this era. And this gets at something I've talked about before on the channel, but when I interviewed uh, the world-famous Tony Williams, you know, he of the college dropouts and Nazir and a few other Kanye projects, right? Uh, Sunday Service, Kanye's cousin. <laughs> uh, when we were talking, he made a big point about the fact that when he was growing up in Oklahoma, he didn't see people having futures like the one he envisioned. And when you don't see it, it's hard to believe you can achieve it. If nobody around you has ever walked the path that you're want, wanting to walk, it just feels like there's a dead end and you're not going to get out. That the most you can hope to obtain is what you see the people around you have obtained. But that when you start to have these role models and these idols and look to them, they may not be the people right in front of you, but they at least give you an inspiration of like, no, that person came from a small town and made it big. I can go and do that too. And how important it is to have reference points, whether it is somebody in your life or whether it is somebody that you're kind of anchoring onto that's just a larger star. And this is something here that St. John's getting at too, that growing up in Brooklyn, even though Brooklyn has produced other artists, right, from St. John's point of view and what he knew, it didn't feel like that was possible for him. But seeing Kanye be what Kanye is, right? And where Kanye came from and how much Kanye has achieved, continues to achieve. He just is one of these key architects of boundless self-expression and helps somebody like St. John discover the fact that he didn't realize he could dress how he dresses and have this expressiveness, that he didn't realize he could be this emotional on music. And these are all things that I think within all of us, there's this power that we don't really realize that we have, that we can rise up to opportunities and occasions when we give ourselves permission to do so and just explore it and let it pour out of us and rise up to the occasion. So, you know, don't let yourself be limited. You're a Kanye fan, so especially don't let yourself be limited. Uh, you have a collaboration with Kanye on this album called Pray For Me. How did that happen? So Kanye called me. I'd never talked to him before. Imagine that. <laughs> like, 
uh, uh, we never met before. He got my number from somebody. I mean, when Kanye wants your number, he's going to get it. He texted me first, actually. He said, this is yay. I just listened to your record 20 times in a row on a jet. <laughs> Which you can just imagine Kanye doing, right? It feels like when he gets onto something, he kind of like one tracks it for a little bit and kind of digests it, picks it apart, obsesses over it, and then moves on. Like we've heard stories about how he'll rewatch movies over and over again or have the same movie playing in the studio. So I can imagine Kanye just liking it, but also trying to figure out like what makes this different? Why do I like this? What's he doing that's like interesting? And uh, 20 times in a row on a jet. And I said, who? Because people be playing with your phone. <laughs> but look, I knew it was yay. I ain't going to lie to you. I just need to verify. I was like, there's no other way I'm at this place in my life. It's got to be him, right? Like St. John's confident enough to just be like, yeah, I'm at the place where Kanye should be reaching out to me, <laughs> which again, that's the attitude we should all have. Like I'm waiting for a text from Kanye. I'm like, I've been doing all this Kanye work. I'm waiting for the day that Kanye texts me and is like, yo, it's yay. Let me check my phone real fast. No, did not text me yet. But, and then he wrote back, Kanye, man. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you're Kanye and you're like, yo, it's EA. And he's like, who? And he's just like, Kanye. Like, Kanye. Kanye, man. Can I FaceTime you? We know Kanye loves FaceTime. So we jumped on the phone and he told me, I just finished listening to your record 20 times in a row on a jet. So just repeating the same info. Uh, he had never heard of me. He didn't know I was managed by Biggs. Biggs, you may remember, was uh, part of the... Hydra that was Rockefeller, right? It was Jay-Z, Dame Dash, and Biggs. So Biggs was retired for a little while, and he came back into the game just a few years ago, and part of that was signing St. John. So St. John's kind of been a, a Biggs project, but Kanye recently just shouted out Biggs too on, whatchamacallit, what was that? The 2 Chain song, <laughs> Feel Away. He shouted out Dame Dash and Biggs. So it seems like even through St. John, Kanye was probably reunited in some way with Biggs. Uh, that's some speculation on my part, but he didn't know me. He just heard a song and being the type of artist that he is, he asked about it and said, yeah, I want to put a verse on it. That was the first call. And he was talking about roses. So roses is the song that we talked about up front that came out in 2016 and wasn't really getting a lot of traction. And it's a little like darker, has some ambience. I'm going to sound maybe a little dumb when I compare it just like, a little bit to designer but like a more eloquent designer kind of flow like i just more tamed and controlled designer flow in some of the verse that's what it reminded me of but with a better aesthetic kind of around it and you kind of sink into this uh world that he's created and the remix is much more like up tempo and fast-paced and almost chipmunks once St. John's doing, but both are pretty interesting. I can understand the more Baroque or Gothic uh, soundscape that Roses has and why Kanye would be interested in jumping on it. It feels like it would be something like a Closed on Sunday, like a Follow God kind of beats. Not quite like as epic as Sella, right? But something that just has that little more of that darker aspect that Kanye can be drawn to. So... Uh, from there, we started developing a relationship. He asked me to come to Wyoming, and I said I couldn't. So St. John's playing all these power games with Kanye. Kanye t texts him, and he's like, who? And then he invites him to Wyoming, and he's like, nah, I can't. <laughs> uh, because I was finishing the next collection. And I think by finishing the next collection, he's talking clothing. Maybe he's talking about his album, but it seems like clothing. 
At the time, I was in the middle of all the other calls that came in and the momentum of making this collection. No, I guess he's probably talking about the album. Hmm. Had already started. He was one of the last calls. So I said, I can't go to White Cody, Wyoming to work because I'm working on this music. Okay, yeah, so it's it's... Thank you for bearing with me. It's music. <laughs> uh, then he called me back the next day and said, yo, Rick Rubin's here. Could you imagine? So Kanye is like <laughs> really trying to get this guy out to Wyoming. Uh, maybe we could executive produce it, me and Rick Rubin. And you may remember there were photos in what, July? Like early July of Rick Rubin out in uh, Wyoming. So this is lining up with that time. Uh, maybe we could executive produce it. Me and Rick Rubin, we should executive produce it together, the collection. So yeah, imagine you're like St. John and you're just like, oh, I'm having Kanye talk about like having him and Rick Rubin executive produce this. But then also at the same time, I think if you're any person in the hip hop world, you know, <laughs> Kanye's uh, credibility with timelines and releases at this point is something to be skeptical of in the best of circumstances guy can't even release his own music we see sci high like still not having his album come out we hear about frustrations from tayana like it's a little bit rocky in the world of like kanye music releases so i can understand even like two chains is like maybe next time <laughs> and saint john who's at a very different place in his career than two chains still said like no <laughs> rather than like giving over control which i think is honestly the right idea as great as it is to be able to collaborate with kanye and as much as kanye can do for you there's still something about like standing on your own two feet with the project and not just ceding control of something because uh, kanye may want to do it or may get distracted so i, I think that's a another big move by saint john to kind of maintain what it is he's doing in his own momentum rather than falling into having to be part of kanye's momentum on the project and and he said look let's just start a relationship <laughs> which yeah what a great response uh so i actually went to cody a couple of days later and that was it Eric says, I saw a video of you walking around Kanye's compound with a giant TV. I think Buju Bant uh, Buju Banton? I don't know what the inflection on the name would be, but was there too? Was that, what was that day like? Uh, that wasn't the first time we met, actually. Those are two separate instances. When you saw Kanye showing me around a soundstage, that was in Atlanta. And note that it's soundstage, right? Like there's been a lot of talk about what the warehouse in Atlanta is, whether it's just for clothing, whether it's for music. And here he specifically calls it a soundstage. Uh, that's a soundstage with a hundred foot TV. Yeah, we've seen <laughs> like Ricky running along the football players, right? Uh, then he has this, this tank and whatever these other things are called, Sherps. He was just showing me his, he's designing clothes in there and premiering videos and movies and just being inspired. Yeah, so... I mean, there have been rumors of the videos and movies he's been showing, right? Like we saw the image of angels being shown on screen in there, but that's really the extent of what we've actually gotten to see at this point. But just kind of confirmation that Kanye is doing things, right? He is busy. It's just he's not releasing 
<laughs> any of it. Uh, and then we went to Jamaica with me and him and Buju. Bro, it's iconic. It's fucking incredible. It's me, Kanye West, and Buju in Jamaica making records. We flew down there on a private jet. I'd only found out the night before that we were going. Buju's people cooked the most incredible food. The first thing we did was eat. Of course, of course. All we're going, all we were doing is eating because Jamaica is fire and the food is incredible. If anybody can confirm, I have yet to go to Jamaica. Hopefully someday soon. Uh, and then we got into the studio and Kanye was playing music. And if you slipped for a second and thought he wasn't the Kanye West that you thought he was musically, that'd be an incredible mistake, <laughs> which what a sentence, right? Like if you thought that Kanye has fallen off, you are a fool is essentially what St. John's saying. Uh, the music's brilliance uh, is incredible. I'm as much of a fan now as I was then, which kind of lines up with, I think, what we've been hearing from people that have heard Kanye's newest music, though a lot of them have like interest in saying that it's great. Like Boo, of course, is going to say it's great. Two Chains, I think, is going to say that it's great. Uh, other people. But we even saw Snoop Dogg, who had been very critical of Kanye from 2018 into 2020 in the studio earlier this year and he was reacting to the music and was like this music's awesome so it just seems like it's awesome music that we're not getting to hear and i'm gonna get more and more frustrated by that uh you know i wasn't all that bothered with yandi it was annoying but i was just like okay kanye has his process like look what got us to the life of pablo i'm happy with waiting and then jick had its shenanigans and now here we are with uh donda and i'm just getting more and more frustrated like why are we getting na 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 and not donda like why like why is na 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 okay to go out into the world but other songs are mm, <laughs> deep breaths deep breaths all right uh i'm as much of a fan now as i was then but i'm getting to hear music that no one's heard yet mm. And then Buju playing his unreleased records and then me playing mine. Look, bro, it's like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson playing one-on-one-on-one, -on -one -on -one, which I read that and I was just like, how does a one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one game work? I guess it's whoever has the ball, the other two are on defense. And if you get the steal, then the other two immediately start defending you, which, I don't know, give me a basketball league like that, you know? Just like individual players going head-to-head, -head, like five-on-five, -five, but each player's his own team no that wouldn't work three and three each player is their own like individual team that's a leak steal that idea get it started okay uh did pray for me come out of those sessions in jamaica nope those are a whole other batch of songs that's all i'm going to say so <laughs> i mean this is exciting on the one hand because it's like oh they made a lot of music maybe we'll get all this music but if we've learned anything over the last five years from like 40 tracks with Kendrick, 40 tracks with Drake, 40 tracks with Young Thug, is that Kanye does a lot of work with people, and then we have no idea if it's ever going to see the light of day. So, eh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Another big collaboration you have on this album is with Little Uzi Vert, and then it just kind of goes into some of the other like questions, like him working with Uzi, uh, being in LA versus New York, uh, talking about the relationship with Biggs, and then it's a long answer about... Uh, like anxiety um and that's that's essentially it there's no other mention of karate karate <laughs> kanye wow that is uh unprecedented i don't know if anybody's ever meant to say kanye and said karate before 
but what's the most important thing you wanted people to know about you right now? I'm black and I'm from Brooklyn. So just wanted to get that in there since that was important to St. John uh, enough that that's how he ends the interview. So I don't know, seemed like a fitting way to exit from this discussion. And you can see that the news has started to go around in a condensed form. If you just are tired of me talking and want to recap of the highlights, go ahead and pause the video here. I'll wait. Okay, resuming now uh, that you've seen this, and you can see at the bottom here, we could potentially be getting a Ty Dolla Sign Kanye album from Ty's new interview, <laughs> as my dog does his little howl. Uh, and this is what that's talking about. You can see Jorge Tube here. Ty Dolla Sign might have a collab project with Ye and also confirmed he has a collab with Post Malone. My feelings that I just expressed about everything that we've heard before kind of holds true dogs trying to jump up uh holds true right now is that like i'm sure they recorded something i'm sure that ty hopes the album comes out but i don't know if the album will ever come out so we'll see <laughs> and uh that's it for this i'm gonna go see what the dog wants but if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support the easiest ways to like subscribe or comment as those things tell youtube this is a channel people enjoy and then they engage with it more and then uh yeah, we have a podcast and stuff. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers.